You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. like it's you idiot how many times do we have to say that it's not joe biden's fault that the gas prices are like this like look at the whole world gas prices are ridiculously high across the globe last time i checked joe biden is the president of the united states not canada he's not the president of the other places where the gas is also high so I don't know how it's his fault that the entire world, the gas prices are through the roof. And I basically like said this to the dude and he's like, well, he hasn't done anything to help it. I'm like, what the fuck do you want him to do? Like there's a war going on over there in Russia. He's already like the gas. I, it actually is going down the price of the barrels it's, right now, it's, but, but not the prices at the pump. Right? No, really? not the price of the pump. No. Whose fault is that? It's the fucking oil and gas companies, yeah, man. It's, it's their fault. But it just it just drives me nuts when I try to explain to dumb people how it's not the president's fault. And I got to be honest with you, back in 2007, 2008, when the gas prices were really high then, it wasn't George Bush's fault. No. Just like it's not Joe Biden's fault now. Back in the 80s, it wasn't Jimmy Carter's fault. The, or the 70s, excuse me. Back in the 70s when the when you had to go in even in odd days to pump your gas because there wasn't enough gas during the Cold War, it wasn't it wasn't Jimmy Carter's fault. But no. it, it, people are just too stupid. They need a scapegoat, and they think must be the president. It's easy person to blame is what it is. And, and it just it just drives me crazy. Dumb people. There's too many dumb people. It's almost like it's not hard to understand economics. It's well, that, okay, that's a strong phrase right there. It's not hard to understand the basic, basic, of, basic, the basic economics, supply yes. and demand. It's not very hard to understand that at all. Um, so you've been trolling them on TikTok. Then I wasn't trolling them on TikTok. Basically, he blocked me. It was my first block on TikTok because you I gave him your, facts. You pride yourself on your blocks. I don't pride myself on my blocks. That was my first one on TikTok. Believe me, I've got a long laundry list on Facebook, but that's yeah. a whole other kettle of fish. But. You called it. You said, oh, TikToks, they're there too. Yeah, oh, they're all over the fucking place. But I don't know how my algorithm got to them. I wonder why, Scott. You probably watch a lot of political oriented I don't, videos. I don't. I'm starting to see more and more of it. I might, I made one or two well, here, political like, tic- videos. Yeah, but, there you go. The First of all, there's that. <laughs> but like, also, China owns TikTok. So like, maybe China's just trying to sow China. more dissent. Maybe China's trying to sow more <laughs> dissent into the uh, fuck with the algorithm a little bit, Scotty. You never know. Yeah, whatever. How are we doing, Adam? We're doing good. We started in the middle of it. You started going off on a rant, and I decided to just kind of start the show early instead of just kind of waiting a little bit. You've got that we run. To, we used to do that, that all the time. Yeah, it's harder to do it whenever you are doing a live show on Facebook because, yeah. you know, I've got the intro going on and all this other nonsense. I can't just start recording and then be like, here we go. Let's fucking do it. But uh, I m- managed to do it this time. So, well, you, you brought know, up. I'm pretty you proud of myself. I, yeah. I, tried, yeah. I tried to not... 
bring up politics or talk politics. And we're not going to talk politics. No, it's we're just, not. But you brought it up when we weren't recording. Yeah, and then I all of a sudden up, I look over and, hey, we're live. I so. brought up my accounting teacher. He sounds like he drinks the Kool-Aid. So just a little bit. Nice guy. Very smart. But he sounds like he drinks the Kool-Aid. No, fuck so. him anyway. Hey, how we doing, Scott? You're great. Hey, um, I did a thing. Yeah, you brought a lot of things. You brought some uh, stuff and things so, and things and stuff. So we've kind of gotten away from beer of the show because we've Just been a tad bit. We've been, we've been drinking some liquor. Liquor, and, and the other night I came here and I didn't have anything to drink, and you gave me some of your rum. And I've been on like a whiskey kick. Yeah, drinking bourbon, drinking scotch. What's your favorite whiskey? Buffalo Trace bourbon. Okay. I don't drink much whiskey, so I don't really have a favorite. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh, it's like, I it's like, love it. I think the only whiskey I, ever, I really drink is like Jack Daniels or some shit like that. Well, that's American style whiskey. Yeah. I like, I really like scotch, but I'm really, I in, love scotch. I'm really Scotchy into bourbon scotch. right now. I'm on a bourbon kick. All right. But you had me drinking rum the other night and rum is my first love. Let's be honest. It's my first love. I always, it's what sweet. do I say about rum? It's a drink of the pirates. It's the drink of the pirates. It is the drink of the pirates. So now I'm kind of on a rum thing. And, and so there's this thing, there's then, this thing I, I do. I made the switch this weekend, too, of my own self. I have a bottle of vodka sitting on my counter. Oh, so vodka. so keep up, Scott. You're I hope it's not time. Russian vodka. Uh, it's absolute. Who makes that? I don't think that's Russian. I'm, Google me, I, Chuck. I'll, I'll go, you Google explain. Me, I'll Google. Okay, so for those of you who know me, and we've done it on the show before, I have a thing that I'm known for. It's called the Melanic Variety Pack. And it, it involves beer. So in Pennsylvania, where we live, we have to go to a beer distributor or a drive-thru. And yeah. you have to buy beer by the case. So when I'm going to an event or I've got something going on, I go to the beer distributor and I buy a case of whatever beer I want to drink. And even if I have a buddy like you, Adam, and we drink the case of beer together, we don't always finish it. 24 beers is a lot for like yeah. two people. So usually at the end of the night, I have some beer left over. What do well, we call that beer? Leftovers. Well, well uh, the, the compilation of that beer. Well, I'm not there yet. Oh, I'm you're not there, there yet. Okay. Yeah. So I, I take that half-drunk case or quarter, whatever, however many are left, and I keep them in my like outside fridge. It's a, it's a Pennsylvania thing. We always have a garage fridge. And, you know, I might drink one or two at home if I'm watching a game or just sitting by myself. But I don't typically drink a lot when I'm by myself. I need to have an event. But then the next event comes, I have to go buy another case. And pretty soon, the beer in my fridge starts adding up. And I'm starting to get that same fucking problem right, in the yeah. bottom of my fridge. So then it's, I'm, I'm time to go to a thing. I got to go to an event. I got to go to a get-together. And I got to bring some beer. So instead of going to buy another case, I throw together the Melanc Variety Pack. That's what we call which it. Which I get a cooler. And you I'll throw a, a couple fucking of these big beer. ass cooler this time. Well, that, I know there's a reason why. I know. So I throw in a couple of these beers, a couple of those beers, a couple of these, and I take them to whatever. And people get so excited. They like reach into my bag of goodies and they're like, what do I get this time? It's like always fun. It's, it's like always, Christmas. You know? It's always a fun game. Well, getting away from the beer, getting into more liquor, and I kind of wanted to do some rum. I didn't really have too much rum at my house, but I, do the, I found out I do the same thing with liquor. If I go to the liquor store, Buy a bottle of liquor, and I'd start drinking it. I maybe don't finish it, so I put it into my uh, I don't liquor even know cabinet. What that, I don't even know what that means. I don't, I don't always finish it. I don't understand. I put that. it in my liquor cabinet, then I go buy another one. So I raided my liquor cabinet, and I found four different bottles of rum that are nearly gone, but not all the way gone. One's so half, I one was them. only half gone. You didn't. You must have not liked this one because it's not. It's bare. It's, mm. Okay, well, I'm going to introduce all yeah. four of them, and we're just going to drink them. So the first one, this one really is almost gone because I've had yes. two of them already. This is 
Captain Morgan's private stock. I've had that before. That is that's a pretty good one. That's it's pretty, pretty good. It's one. pretty smooth. I like that one. The next one, the one that you say I don't like, but I actually do. If you, I can hand it to you so you don't have to reach. Well, I reached. You can hand me that one. This is the Wicked Dolphin Rum. I'm drinking that right now. It's not bad. This is Florida Cane Sugar Rum. Nothing yeah. too special. It's not bad either. This one is called Don Q Puerto Rican Rum. I think this one's pretty cheap. Puerto Rican. I think that's a cheap rum. And last but not least, this is the one that I can't really pronounce. Ron Del Barlito. 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 Puerto Rican rum. So we've got four different rums. I'm drinking Captain Morgan private stock right now. I'm drinking the one with the dolphin on it. Okay. Uh, mine's very smooth. I'm mixing it with some Coke, some rum and Cokes. Same um, here. Some little, little rum and Coke action. It's a very smooth. Uh, Captain Morgan can be a little bit tough, but this one is much smooth because it's the private stock. Most of the time I don't like Captain Morgan. I think it's like, like the poor man's rum most of the time. So... Well, this is a little bit of a top-shelf captain yeah. stuff. Um, big fan. Big fan. I'm probably going to finish this if you don't want any. Uh, the, yeah, I'll have some of that next. Okay. I'll finish my uh, Wicked Tale. The, dolph the Wicked Dolphin, dolphin one, yeah. Or the Wicked Dolphin, whatever. Um, it's it's fine. It's nice, smooth rum. There's you know nothing too special, but it's like, how much? Is that a cheap bottle of rum? Is that, is that a cheapo brand? Like a, like a $15 bottle? So that, that rum is a local rum from florida when i was on vacation oh. when i was at the beach in florida i bought i bought it when i was there because it was local and i was like oh i'll drink a local like like i drink local beer i'm gonna drink a local rum and i drank one whole bottle of it while i was there and i loved it so i'm like i'm gonna go buy another one to take it home with me and that's that one okay. it just never got drank since i've been home so it's not bad it's it's not bad if you're in the florida area i guess uh, mm -hmm. pick it up it's pretty good uh, we'll give you uh, our thoughts about other ones as we switch brands, I suppose. Where's Captain made? Is it Puerto Rican? No. I don't know. It's but American, I do, I I do have some information about Absolute Vodka, though. We were talking about that briefly. Oh, right, right. According to uh, this, assuming it's correct, it's Sweden. 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 Absolute Sweden. is quintessentially Swedish vodka. It is manufactured in the southern Swedish region of Scania. Uh uh, and more specifically in the small towns of I'm not gonna pronounce these. It's, it's all it's Swedish. It's, it's all it's all it's all Nordic. The popcorn is free. The it's all Nordic Norse mythology letters and shit like that. Like I don't, I, I, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. But look it's up Captain Morgan if you don't mind. It doesn't say it on the bottle. No, I don't see it. This bottle's different. I think it's Puerto Rican, but it might be somewhere in America. Captain Morgan, where is it made? Da, 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 oh wait. Uh, Finish and Maybe. bottled in the United States. Norwalk, Connecticut. Production locations changed over the decades, including a stop in Puerto Rico. Um, today, all production of Captain Morgan has been moved to the U.S. Virgin Islands. As well. Oh, so the Virgin so Islands. That seems okay. inefficient to constantly be moving that all over the place, but all right. It is what it is. So, so yeah. we're going to enjoy rum. We'll see how this show goes. It might go a little bit crazy. We'll but see. Let's, let's start up by talking about some stuff we've been watching. Okay, a so, bit. so I have I have to admit there's the shows we've been watching that I'm not completely caught up on. I'm the same way. So, I did watch the first episode of Marvel's Moon Knight. I have not watched it yet. Okay, it was pretty good. Uh, you and I were discussing a little bit earlier. 
Um, I enjoyed it, but it's it's a pilot episode. Like, yeah. I, like I said last week, the pilot episode's always got to get you. There's got to be a lot of action in the pilot episode because it's the first episode. And, you know, they got to they gotta pitch it to the companies to get picked up in the first place. And you want to get your viewers interested. Pilots are usually always, not always, yeah. but usually they're good. Especially for new, for brand new, sh- yeah, like. But I enjoyed it. Um, the one thing I was saying, and it kind of made me mad, uh, there's this, like, they don't show Moon Knight. I mean, Oscar Isaacs is in it, and yeah. he's, like, the main character. He plays, like, But they this... don't show, like, him in the costume as well. No, they don't show him in his, like, superhero <laughs> garb until the very end. It was a very Jaws, Shark from Jaws thing. They don't show him till the end of the first episode. And it was this big reveal. He's, like, in this lighted bathroom, and he just, like, transforms into the Moon Knight. He just, like, turns around and looks at the camera. And it's, like, this big wow moment. The only problem is... They already showed that exact scene in the trailer. So I had seen that happen already. And I was kind of like, that would have been really fucking cool. To see the to see the costume for the first time. Yeah, had that they moment. not showed it already. Like I was kind of bummed. But we have that problem with trailers. It, I mean they give things. That's the reason why I try to stick away from trailers for yeah. a little bit. I mean, at the very least he turned into the uh, Moon Knight in the first episode and didn't wait for like episode two or three to do it. So mm. like I guess uh, small victories. So. I guess. I guess. But I enjoyed it. Um, gonna keep watching that, and I will report back. Hopefully, you I'll can. Tr- I'll you try can and watch get it. caught yeah. up on that. I watched the new episodes of Picard and Halo. And I, did. I watched the first episodes of both of those, and I've not watched them since. I've been a little busy this I'm week. I'm very, very disappointed in Picard. It's going in the direction I didn't want it to go. It doesn't feel like Star Trek. It just feels like they're in the past and they're fucking around in 2024 and shit like that. Like it's. It just doesn't feel like Star Trek. The first season, I get forgave it. I liked it. I felt like a little bit Star Trek. This is just, I don't like it. I'm, I'm not liking it so far. The first couple episodes were fine. They were pretty good, a good start to it. But then they just kind of transitioned, and now it's like, I don't know. So uh, there's one thing we forgot to mention on the first episode. At least I don't think we talked about this, because I loved this scene. So do you remember Star Trek The Voyage Home? Yeah. Where the movie, where, where they had to go back in time... To like 1980s Earth, yeah, save to the save the humpback whale yeah. and to the future. Because they're aliens. Yeah, yeah, because that's a thing. Yeah. So, do you remember the scene where they're like on the bus and there's like that 80s punk rocker the with like head. spiked mohawk? He's got his music real loud, and Captain Kirk's like, "Excuse me, excuse me, would you mind turning that noise down a little?" And he's like. Gives him the finger, like turns it up, and then Spock gives him the neck pinch. Yeah, the old, the old. And everybody claps. Great scene, classic yeah. scene. Did you? They recreated that scene. They did. Yes. They yes. Did do that. It's Rafi and Seven are on the bus, and there's a punk with his loud, like spiky hair, punk all music oh, playing. I think, it's like, I think his hair is like orange and yeah. shit like that. It's, and it's the it's greatest thing. thing ever. It's the greatest thing ever. They're like um, the same way that that Kirk said it. They're like, "Excuse me, can you turn that noise down?" And the guy goes, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." He turns it down. He's like, he's like "I'm sorry. Most, I just love that song." He's the most wokest metalhead <laughs> in so the cool. world. I was like, "Yes." I was like, "That's awesome. That's such a great callback." And uh, <laughs> Did you did you pick I, up on that I, scene? I did pick okay. up on the scene. I did pick uh, up on the scene. It's very cool. It's a very cool scene. It's probably the coolest scene in the whole fucking season 2, unfortunately. So or at least one of so when they showed the skulls of the different defeated. that was that was a cool and they started like that was a cool callback to some of the characters seeing like DS9 and things like that I so think I think what it boils down to is we like the Easter eggs yeah but because we're Star Trek fans and we want to see 
Oh, shit, Q. Oh, Time shit, travel should never last more than one episode. Maybe two at best. If it goes beyond that, it's too fucking much. Doesn't feel like Star Trek. I Fuck like you. They've been time traveling a little too much. You know and why? They've been mirror universe you know, a little too much. You know. You know why they? I. I bet you I know why they time travel. It's a lot cheaper to make a show if it takes place in the mid twenties. Mid twenty twenties is a lot cheaper than if it takes place in Dude, the twenty fourth century. Think about the next generation. Think about the late eighties, early nineties, how it looked. Yeah. Like they could make a set. That looks like that. I don't think they could. That not, not fucking to, cheap. Not, not, I don't think they could do that today anymore. Why? Because we've been spoiled with the Star Trek movies. Hate them or love them. The Star Trek movies. The uh, um, what you know, The Kelvin timeline. But we're not movies. in the Kelvin but what, timeline. But what I'm this. saying is, but what, but what I'm saying, consumers, viewers of the show have been spoiled because that is the old Star Trek, but it looks very updated and very crisp and nice CGI. Not to mention that season one of Picard, Discovery also, which. Uh, the first like couple seasons takes place in the old generation timeline, and they look very crisp and all those like fancy technology, and now it looks good. And like I said, Picard looks very good. So if they do, if they backstepped it, people would get really pissed off. They're like, "What well, doesn't look as fucking good as you've been doing it? You've been people have been spoiled." I don't think it could do that really. Maybe they could do it for like an episode where it's like a weird like if Q messed with the fucking timeline or mess with things and it, they took it back to the original set and everything looked the same and it's like whoa th- why does this look so weird like maybe they could do something like that but not for like a show. I just love I find it charming the vintage futuristic <coughs> yeah landscape. Yeah. There's something about that like cuz we grew up with it that's why. <sighs> we grew up watching it that's what it is. Vintage futuristic Today, though, like I want like if you're at Disney World and you walk into Tomorrowland and Tomorrowland was supposed to be this futuristic world that what they thought the future would look like in 1950, like 1950 future isn't even anywhere near what we have today, but yet it still exists. And you're there and you're like. This is fucking great. It's like old it trying goes, to be new. And I love I love that. It love goes that. from back in the 1950s, oh, this is what the future is going to be like, to now you're looking at it now. It's like, this is like an alternate world of what could have been. Like, it's crazy. So it's still like pretty cool to look at. Yeah, stuff. fucking so, Reagan ruined everything. We could have had that utopia. We're not, we're not talking politics, Sorry. Scott. God damn it. If Nancy would have just put her tongue in his butthole a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can have space socialism, but oh no, uptight Ronnie had to go and fucking ruin everything. So you're upset with Picard. Not how upset. About, I'm not upset. I'm just not like really into it right how now. How about Halo? Oh fuck that show. Fuck everything I about this it. goddamn I show. Fuck it. this show. Up its bony ass. Like seriously. So in episode one, uh, he takes his. And I'm gonna do this as spoiler free as I can because you haven't seen it, but. Episode mm-hmm. one, he takes his helmet off, so it's like he spends well, a lot. He spends a lot. It's not even like he takes his helmet off in credits. He takes him off, and then there's a series of scenes with him without his helmet. This episode, he takes whole fucking suit off, and there's a series of scenes with no fucking uh, Mjolnir suit on. Is he shirtless? No, he has like oh, he has expect- like he has like an undersuit that he wears like inside the armor and stuff like Does that. Does he have sleeve tats? He, you can't see his you can't <laughs> see his arms. No. I mean, when he took his helmet off. He, he looked, looked like, a, like a character a from the Jersey Shore. Yeah, Guido. He looked like a big greaseball Guido. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like tan. He had like spiky frosted tips. Not really. But like, Very, you know what I mean? The whole sides of the head were really cut He was down like a short. juice head gorilla. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
Is that Polly D under, under the helmet? Like, what's going on here? But I was very shocked to see him looking that way. Yeah. He, it was just, he looked good. like a bro. He didn't look like anything but a bro. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have... Here's the thing. I wouldn't have a problem with him taking his helmet off and him being that actor with uh, all that shit if it happened at, like, the end of the season. Like, the very last, like, episode of the season, part of it, maybe he takes him off. But they did in episode one. And then they took his whole fucking suit off in episode two. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck this bullshit. Well... It's very disappointing. It's, do you remember... It's a whole episode of talking. People are just talking. Nothing's going on. Just talk, 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 talk. Do you remember in... Fucking The Force Awakens when Kylo Ren first takes his helmet off. Yeah. And people lost their minds because Adam Driver wasn't the huge actor he is now back then. Like he was. People kind of knew some stuff. They kind of knew about him, but he wasn't like. It wasn't huge. Wasn't huge at the time. Like he is now. So a lot of people, like, what the hell? Like. He's got a big old honking schnoz. He's funny looking. <laughs> You're trying to tell me that Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, two beautiful two fucking most, people, made people. that? Yeah. And then he took his shirt off and everybody was like, okay. That, okay. I, I that. We'll allow right. it. It's, we'll let it slide. He's, he has like... he. He's got like the perfect. He's kind of has the perfect body. Where he's it's a like, butter face. Well, like, well, like, no. Here, here's here's why Adam Driver's body works for him. It's not so ripped that he has to like constantly keep working it out all the fucking time to maintain it. But it's just like in shape enough where he could still enjoy some pizza every time, time, and then just go run on the treadmill the next day. I mean, like, no homo. But when he was shirtless in 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 Star yeah. Wars, he had the six pack and he had the little, you know, the little nodules right there where his, where his boxers the v or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the V. Yeah, the, the v, v look, the V shape. Man, I'm not gay, but he was, wow. He was doing it for you? Wow, yeah. But, He's a charming man, too. Oh, I'm a charming big fan. Man. Big fan of his, his work. Big fan. Could Adam Driver turn you? No. No? No. Uh, Is there any man that could turn you? Besides mm, Ryan Reynolds? I never said Ryan Reynolds. You but said But everybody Ryan says Ryan Reynolds. It's a go-to. He's a beautiful man, though. Oh, that's my wife's. That's Kristen's one uh, hall pass. Really? She, I mean, in her defense, in her defense, she was on the Ryan Reynolds train before it was cool to be on the Ryan Way Reynolds Way back train. in the time of waiting? She was like two guys, a girl, and a pizza pig. <laughs> she was like, I loved Berg. Like, I would totally bang Berg. Like, and now he's like an international fucking superstar. And it's like, how you called that one? Okay, we're going off on a tangent real quick. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So let's say sometime in the future, you actually interact with Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. You got you as a couple actually interacting with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And Kristen's like, I'm going for it. Do you let her? Well, do you let her go for it? Number one, that's the question one. I have question two. If Ryan Reynolds says yes, do you let it happen? I mean, he is happily married to Blake Lively, who yeah, is Hollywood beautiful. people. Maybe they swing a little. I mean, it's not Will Smith. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll in talk a about that later. But um, I mean, ah. come on, Scott. You got to think of these questions. Here's the thing: it could really happen someday. You got to be prepared for this. I mean, she called it. It was going to be her one hall pass. I can't say no, but I mean, I'm not going to like push her in front of the train. Like I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And you would, so you would let her. If if the stars align, you would let her. You would I allow love that. my wife. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I love my wife very much. But like if your hall pass came along, you'd expect a uh, solid yes. Am I right? Am I right? It was Jessica Alba. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Still looks good today. Still good. Yeah. Still good. 
I'm talking like idle hands, short dark yeah. hair. Oh yeah, I have a thing that for short costume, dark hair. That angel costume. Oh, oh. Yeah. Is that Devin Sawa in that movie with her? <laughs> I don't what know. What happened to him? I'll MDB him. I'll, that's what I'll do. Anyway, uh, Halo sucks. It's a garbage. It's it's that's too bad. It's, it's, it's too bad. I'm it's gonna keep watching. It's so bad. It. I'm probably gonna watch a few more episodes. Give it a give it a whirl. But the problem is, it's just not Halo. It doesn't feel like Halo. It's not what if you're making a if you're we've talked about this last week. If you're making a fucking show based on something, take the thing that is based off of and turn it into a script. You got the fucking show. If you take if you take subject matter that is already popular, like The Witcher or Halo. Don't you want to make the show that is like that? So you bring the gamer audience to the fucking TV show and then draw in the other audience. That's that's the thing. If you're just aiming to draw the other audience, you're alienating the people that already like the fucking thing and would have bought all the merch and everything for it. It makes no fucking sense. So I'm guessing I heard this from either you or from my brother-in-law. Somebody told me that they heard that. The guys who were doing the Halo show never even played the Halo video I've game. I've heard this fucking thing too. I I heard this fucking thing too that they don't even they maybe they like looked at some videos probably for reference, but like they know nothing about the character or the lore. And it, it sounds like a cash grab, solely a cash grab. But it's it's what it is. Like, oh, the last thing he did is coming out in twenty twenty two, or it has already come out. Who? Uh, Devin Sawa. It was him in Idle Hands. Yes, it was okay, him and Idle Hands. I knew He's it. doing a, a, a movie that's coming out. It's either come out or is coming out this year called Gasoline Alley. It sounds him. like a sci-fi movie. It's him, Luke Wilson, oh. Kat, uh, 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 and uh, Bruce Willis. It's one of those Bruce Willis flicks that's coming out. Oh, well, did you hear about Bruce Willis? I was going to actually, that's going to lead into what I was going to talk about, or one of the stories. He must have already filmed that. He, he, well, like, the, for the past, what, decade or something like that, he's been, or no, at least the past, like, three or four years, he's been, like, nonstop cranking out movies left and right, like, direct-to-DVD movies, direct-to-streaming movies, regular movies. Like, he's done, like, dozens of, or, like, a couple dozen or two movies. Mm-hmm. And then everybody has been talking about like, why is he doing this? Like these all, all these movies suck. Like what, what is he like in debt or something like that? Like Nick, Nicholas Cage yeah. did the same thing. Yeah. He was cranking out movies. We found out the past few days why he's doing that. Apparently he has aphasia. Yeah. That's horrible. That's uh-huh. terrible. It makes you feel bad for mocking him all the past. Cause I feel bad for it. Cause I kind of mocked him a little bit because it's like, Oh, you're just cranking out bullshit. Right. But like, I guess the theory is like he was cranking all those movies. So he could just bank money away because he knew he's not gonna be able to act anymore. Right. Like it's horrible. I heard I don't know if it was that gasoline alley or one of his other things that he cranked out recently. I heard he had to have an earpiece. <coughs> yeah. In his ear. And somebody had to feed him, feed him lines because his memory was so short term that he couldn't even remember the lines. <laughs> so like all those sad. stories that you hear about Bruce Willis like being a douchebag on the set and stuff like that, a lot of people are saying like maybe he was just upset because you know it's been coming it's been coming for a long time and he's frustrated yeah. because he can't remember he can't act well he can't remember his lines and so he just acts like an asshole because it's like it's it's an incredibly sad story mm-hmm. like it's terrible it's too bad that's too bad it is so what other uh, celebrity news do we have? I gotta ask you, Adam. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I know the news. Oh, oh, I know dude. the answer to this. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Did you watch the Oscars? No, and me and about uh, fifty billion people also did not watch it. So, as you know, and those of you who've listened to our show for a long, long time, I am a big fan of the Oscars. You are so, uh, guilty pleasure. I love a good awards show. 
I, I, a lot of times there's movies that are nominated for these awards that I haven't seen. Some of them I haven't even heard of. So then when I see it being nominated and sometimes winning Oscars, it makes me, oh, dude, I'm going to go out and watch that. So that's another thing. Plus, I think the, the comedy is pretty funny in it. But occasionally, yeah. I was watching the Oscars live when I'm sure everybody knows it's all the rage right now. Yeah. What happened in the Oscars? I saw it happen live. Somebody slapped the fuck out of somebody else. Will Smith walked on stage. Open hand, pull back. It was even slapped. It was Chris even Rock, like a right quick walk. Face. Like this dude, it was a long walk between where he was sitting to where Chris Rock there was. was. Like, there was time. There was time. And Chris Rock was like nervous, <laughs> laughing, like as Will Smith was like. Will Smith had time to change his mind. Like he had time to cool down. That's you think how he far hesitated. Away. You think he, you think he was like a few steps into the walk and he was like, I think I think. Well, if you if you saw the the footage, he was laughing at the joke. So Chris Rock, basically the reason why it happened is because Chris Rock uh, basically made a joke against Jada Pickett Smith mm-hmm. because of how she's bald and apparently she has alopecia. She has alopecia, and, which like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And a lot of people are saying Chris Rock might have not even known it. If, like, yeah, like I don't think a lot of people knew that she had alopecia. I have a friend who <clears throat> has had alopecia since high school, and he had no hair, and it was like. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, it it's, sucks. It's, it not, sucks. A, it's not a great thing. I didn't know that Jada Pinkett Smith had kill that, kill that. Really? Yeah. All right, fine. I didn't know that she had alopecia. I just thought, like, I, I've seen some other actresses that have bald head, have shaved head the, here, as a fashion statement. That's is. what I thought it was. It I mean, seems, she seems, looks good. She does look good. It she. Seems, it's for an be, older lady with a bald head, she looks good still. It seems to be a thing where African American women seem to do it more often than white women, where they shave their head down and stuff like this. It's becoming more more trendy with white women, but in the past, it's been a lot of uh, African American women who have done that. So I, I assumed it was just a style thing that she I was did too. shaved I did her too. head because it's, I was wrong, you know. But we were all wrong, and nobody fucking knew it. So he made an offhanded joke like about referring to it. But if you like watch the clip and stuff of, uh, of the Oscars like Will Smith starts to laugh at the joke he did and laugh he did laugh right at the beginning and then but then if you looked at Jada she was like glaring like this motherfucker right here and then he looked over at her and he's like oh I guess I better be mad yeah so, I, I saw that too I guess and I'm like I can't laugh at a wait funny wait a minute like he laughed at first yeah it was a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> Listen, I, I, you know how I am with comedians. I'm yeah. very, very critical. I love Chris Rock. He's amazing. I think he is hilarious. And I will say a lot of his comedy is like that shock, like yeah. make There's, fun of you The thing you about jokes. comedians, you can hate comedians and stuff like that, but part of a comedian, most comedians' jobs are – Sometimes you push the envelope a little bit. Sometimes you are a little edgy, and that's kind of what it is. If you there's there is going too far. For example, if he knew and it was well known she had alopecia, and he started making fun of it. Yeah. It, unless he knows that she's somebody who could take that kind of joke, then he then he would be in the wrong for making that kind of joke. But like he didn't know, so it was he fucking slapped the fuck out of him. You heard that shit. But you know what? You heard it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I heard so many so many great jokes about this, like. Chris Rock's like five foot seven, 135 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, he's like, tiny. He's a tiny man. Like, Will Smith is six foot, like, he's built. 220. He works yeah. out. Yeah. And he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. And Chris Rock went, <laughs> like, laughed it off. Like, 
you didn't put him down. Yeah. Like mm-mm. there was so there Red I, flag. I was watching this one video where it focused on Chris Rock a little bit after the slap mm-hmm. and they they kind of freeze a little bit and Wilson slaps him and as his face is to the side you can look at Chris Rock's right hand and it balls up into a yeah, fist. He like was he's thinking ready about to it. fucking He do was something. thinking about it. He, yeah, he was he considering had to help, it. He has to hesitate. I I heard so many things he's like it was Chris Rock. But if it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know Will Smith would have never got out of his seat. No. If Dwayne Johnson made that joke, Will Smith would have kept laughing. He wouldn't have gotten up. No. <laughs> because it was Chris Rock, he gets up there and he smacks him. There's there's a joke. <laughs> so I lent you this DVD called Briscoe County Jr. I still have and, it, by yeah, the way. Yeah. There's a character in there called Lord Bowler. Okay. And there's a funny bit that happens where Lord Bowler, he's a big he's a big uh, black man. He's a bounty hunter in the West, stuff like that. He's huge. He's tall yeah. as fuck. And he's built. And there's this like one scene where the uh, dude like walks up to him, slaps him like that, like punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. And all Bowler does is he boom puts his head to the side and he looks up. He's like, "Excuse me, did you just scratch my nose?" Yeah. And then he lays him out. <laughs> it, that's all I could think of whenever I was seeing a slap. Yeah, yeah. I, there were so many things going through my mind. Like, like if that was the rock, there's would have never there's a lot it. of people that believe because the Oscar ratings have been so low the past few times they've done it. Yeah, that some people think that it's it was entirely staged. Where you were, you were talking about a little bit where you, when Will Smith was walking up to him, you thought it was. Staged. I thought it was. Uh, watching it live, I <coughs> thought it was a bit. I really did. Yeah. But the sound then cut out, and I was like, I found out later the reason the sound cut out is because Chris Wal- or Will Smith was cussing up a storm yeah. at Chris Rock. Keep so. my wife's name out your, your fucking, fucking mouth. mouth. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, good. Good God. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that think because the Oscars have been so lame lately the past few times and the ratings have been so poor that maybe it is um, staged entirely. Like they got them to do that and they're trying to keep it up so that people they, maybe they could be like, you know, Oscars are fucking edgy, man. They're edgy. Come watch Oscars, stuff like that. But like if it is staged, it's the fucking dumbest thing because everybody just watch a clip after the fact. You don't have to watch Oscars. So, yeah. I like the Oscars. I don't. And I don't I'm really glad them. I watched them because I got to see this happen live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, I guess. So, I guess um, somebody said in Will Smith's camp that he, like, talked to Chris Rock afterwards and he, like, apologized, said, like, you know, I didn't mean to do that. I was just kind of, you know, in the moment kind of stuff. But then Chris Rock's people came out and said, Will Smith didn't say a fucking thing to Chris Rock. Didn't say a goddamn thing. Oh, he, really? I didn't Will hear Smith that. did his public apology where mm-hmm. his... Uh, they both did. Chris, Ro- his, Chris Rock apologized and Will Smith apologized. Yeah. So they both did their where apology their thing. Managers wrote an apology for them to go into the press. So. Basically. There was a lot of... So I didn't watch... You watch the Oscars. I guess Will Smith, when he got up to accept an award or something like that, he had like an impassioned speech and everything like that. And a lot of people were saying, like, if you're really sorry, that's the moment you would have like taken to like apologize and say, like... You know, he was in the moment you were mad. He apologized to the Academy. (coughs) He did not apologize to Chris Rock during his speech. But he was like crying and he was just like trying to make excuses. And it was like, and he got a fucking standing ovation because of it. And I'm thinking to myself, listen, I like, I like Will Smith. But he was fucking wrong. And yes, so Chris Rock is also wrong. He shouldn't have made that joke. But he but can't be blamed because he doesn't. He didn't it, know. It, 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 I don't know if he didn't know. I, I'm, I'm assuming he didn't for, know. I, we're assuming because nobody fucking knew. Like it was one of those kind of news things that everybody, nobody even knew that was happening. That she had allegations. I think there so. was. It was out there. It was out there, but it wasn't like as well known. 
some people knew. We're just I talking didn't. about we didn't know. So. We didn't know. So, I mean, you know, there's a couple problems here. Now with this beef with Chris Rock and Jada Pinkett Smith, that means we're never going to get a Madagascar 4. I was really hoping for that. That joke doesn't land on me because I never saw any of the Madagascar movies. They're both in that movie Are together. They? I didn't know. Sorry. You haven't seen the Madagascar movies? No. Oh, you uncultured swine. I'm not I'm not 10. But Chris, but Will Smith, Will Smith, you know what it has to do now? He got in one little fight. He's, He's got to move in with scared. his auntie and uncle and be like, ah! <laughs> have, you, have you watched any of that uh, reboot series? I haven't. Remake? I heard terrible things. Uh, here's the thing about it. Like... It didn't look great, mm-hmm. and I saw what they were trying to do with it. It's an edgy fresh. It's not a comedy. Fucking edgy as it's not, shit. I, I want it, Will Smith is a, the like producer. Yeah, of it. I want it to be funny. It's yeah. not a comedy. It's like a serious drama. Yeah, some of the best. Like here's the thing: the original Fresh Prince had a lot of freaking emotional scenes. The most biggest emotional scene was whenever Will Smith, uh, his character, met his dad. Oh, and his, that's one of my favorite. And his episodes. dad like didn't want to be around him or whatever, and so he had that, <laughs> he don't want me, man. Yeah, and there was that whole. It was an incredibly mo. It was, and it's a comedy show, but it has this incredibly emotional. People just don't fucking know anymore. I swear to God, people don't know. Have I? I watched a little bit of the reboot of the Wonder Years. I did too. That's actually pretty good. That's kind of good. I love the original Wonder Years. Oh, it's great. I couldn't even get through the pilot because it was just. This isn't what I wanted. This is different. And it, it's just, it, it's tough to do something, yes. a remake of something you love. So I'm sure it's a fine show. It's just, I, I couldn't get through it. But back to the Fresh Prince reboot, there's one thing that really aggravated me. I don't know the actor's name who <coughs> plays Uncle Phil. In oh, the I can look it up. But did you see, uh, did you in see the remake? him? Are you talking about the remake? or the Yeah, the remake. Okay. He is tall and muscular. Really? And he, ball, and he look, he is a great looking guy. And I'm like, uncle Phil is supposed to be like bald and fat. And like, he's supposed to be this father figure and he's supposed to not be perfect. And it just aggravates me the way that the new uncle Phil looks like he's not supposed to look like a Greek God, you know? Yeah. He, he looks like he looks built. He looks definitely like in shape and everything. Yeah. He's supposed to, it was something fat guys had, you know. We had Uncle Phil. Yeah. He was an overweight, balding, middle-aged fat guy and we loved him and he was wonderful. I couldn't I couldn't I I was giving time. I couldn't find uh it on IMDb, but that's because it's not called Fresh Prince, it's called Bel Air. It's called Bel Air. That's what it's fucking okay. called. All right, so the dude that plays uh Uncle Phil, find him. Right there. His name is Jeffrey, right? Yeah. Right there. Jimmy I'm thinking you pronounce no, it. No, not Jeffrey, right? Who is it? Jeffrey's the butler. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to find him. So there's Carlton. Uh-huh. Where's Uncle Phil? There it is. There he is. There he is. Phil, yeah, Adrian Holmes. Adrian He's Holmes. He's way farther away than I thought. Okay. I assume he'd be like at the top three, but whatever. Adrian Holmes. So that's the dude that plays him. I don't know. I don't think we needed a super serious remake of Fresh Prince. I haven't watched it, so I'll reserve my judgment I didn't but, watch it either, but like I, just from the trailers, I'm just like, I don't want to. Like, it no. doesn't appeal to me. No, no. no. Scott, I got a couple of news stories I want to talk about. Real great, briefly. great. Let's get um, into it. So I'm gonna read the title. I'm gonna read the uh, uh, title of this article, and I want you to just kind of soak it in as I uh, read the rest of it. So, Florida man, here tell, we go. Tells you something right there. 
It's always going to be good when it starts with Florida Man. Asks police to test meth for authenticity. Yes. A Florida man was arrested after he called police and asked him to test his methamphetamines for authenticity. Thomas Eugene Colucci of Spring Hill called the county sheriff's office asking for officers to test meth he had recently purchased. Colucci told officers that he was, quote, an experienced drug user and believed he had been sold bath salts instead of meth. They said he uh, they said he told police, quote, he knew what it should feel like and that the substance wasn't producing the desired effect. Uh, he said he wanted the police to test the meth so others wouldn't buy fake meth from the person who sold. Him. He's a goddamn hero in Florida. He's a he's a he's a fucking hero, in my opinion. You know, he's he's trying to make sure that the meth users have, you know, proper meth and not bath salts. But he got arrested. Oh, he fucking got arrested. Okay. Um Officers tested the substance and found that it was, in fact, meth. So apparently he's not that fucking well-versed in meth at all. Uh, they arrested Kalushi and took him to the hospital for medical evaluation before they took him to the uh, detention center. Uh, he's held on $7,000 bail. Uh, it wasn't immediately clear whether he retained a lawyer, yada, yada, yada. The sheriff's office said that if a person has, quote, doubts about the authenticity of any illegal narcotics you have on hand or have obtained from another person, the sheriff's office is pleased to provide a service free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's what's going on in florida um all right well that's fun i'm trying some of this other rum now what are you trying what are you trying it's the one i can't really pronounce the uh rondel bartelio yeah so i'm gonna give this a whack dude the private stock is is doing it really good, good. i'm liking the good. private stock good. um there's one other story that i wanted to talk about and this one's not really like comedic like the meth story this is a little bit more weird um so have you ever heard a theory about garfield the cat yes the theory that he's actually not living in a loving home being fed that he's actually like in the process of starving to death and everything that you've seen in the comics are illusions so apparently there was uh what's this guy's name jim davis yes jim davis there was a cartoon that jim davis wrote that portrays that. In 1989, the year I was born, my fucking birth year, Jim Davis, Garfield's creator, had an urge to place his orange tabby in a jokeless, week-long series of strips that pondered a world where Garfield was never born. The cat awakens to find his owner has disappeared, and when John does appear, he's revealed to be a hallucination. Quote, after years of taking life for granted, Garfield is shaken by a horrifying vision of the inevitable process called time. That's f- heavy. That's a heavy fucking... Why would he do that? First of all, are you a Garfield fan? I like it. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I like the comic strip. It's it's it, Of the comic strips that I used to read when I was a kid, it was definitely up there with the top ones. You what know? were your top ones? It was like Garfield. I did read some Snoopy sometimes, and then it was always like one of the random off ones that were just kind of like there. I loved Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes was my favorite, but I really liked Garfield, yeah. and I liked Peanuts, of course. The classics, but yeah, I, I was a big fan of Garfield. There, it was when I was in like junior high. There was like books, like Jim Davis would do like books that were the cartoons. Yeah, and it was like all the rage to like take them out from the school library, and I thought they were hilarious. So, and remember the cartoon show Garfield and Friends? Yeah, Garfield. I love that cartoon. That's show. a great cartoon, yeah. right? I just think. This breaks my heart. Really? I don't think it's canon, right? It's not accurate. I, 
I think it's open for interpretation, maybe. Is Jim Davis still alive? Did he pass away? Are Garfield? I'm not sure. I'm trying to pull something else up that we're actually going to look at on the show. So I can't look up of Jane Davis. I, I'll do it. might be. I don't know. Okay. Because I, found, I, don't know I, I did find it. I did find what I was going to do. Okay. You found it. I, I found what I'm going to do. Because this is, this is going to be, we're going to read it off, but this is going to be definitely better if you're watching the video portion of the podcast. Because you're going to see what Jim I'm Davis talking about. Jim Davis is still alive. How old is he? 76 years old. Good Lord. I thought he'd be older. Older. He's 76 years old. And he still like does Garfield. Okay. okay. I know Charles Schultz died. We are going to read the comic strip, and I want you to describe it for the listeners as we okay, read what it. What character are you going to be? There's only one character, the narrator. Okay. So I guess uh-huh. we could take turns reading, or I can read it. Does I'll read it, and then you can describe. So this right here, I'm going to pull oh it up God, right how here. How can you read that? I, well, here's the thing. You, we can't read it. I'm going to pull up a bigger picture for us, but the p- listeners can look at it. I'm going to pull this up. This is a much larger picture. Oh, there so, <clears throat> we've got a nice set of comic strips right here. We've got Garfield in the first panel, and he's there's a thought bubble. Welcome to Garfield's Horror Theater. And then I'm going to read the kind of first panel, the first uh, set, and then you can describe it, and then I'll move into the next set. So you've got the first panel. Uh, all thought bubbles, mind you. Bird, there's a chill in this morning. What an eerie sensation. D- this doesn't feel like my home. John, Odie, anybody home? Mind you, I'm pick. Uh, what voice are you hearing? You're th- you got to be hearing Garfield's, right? I'm hearing the the voice of Peter Vankman in the Ghostbusters yeah. cartoon. He's canon. Also did. He's canon. Like I'm hearing that voice. Yes. I in the, the last panel of this first line, I'm alone, and then in purple letters or purple box, you have no idea how alone you are, Garfield, which I imagine is like a so that, otherworldly force yeah. talking to him. So describe the first panel a little bit. So. Yeah, the first it, it's the first four. I'm guessing you're wanting this to be continued. Yes, it's it's <clears throat> leave it's leaving a lot to the imagination. Like if I would have read this, I would have been like, oh my gosh, I, got, I have to read tomorrow's newspaper. Yeah, like the first panel shows him getting up in the dark room in his box, and he's like shivering and yes. with his blanket, he just kind of like walks out to the house, and it's an empty house, is what it is. And if you are listening to this <coughs> show on the podcast. Uh, head on over to our Facebook page. Links in the could, description of the episode. So. Or yeah, or, or you YouTube. can go over to our YouTube and you can see this. If it, cause we're gonna try to describe it, but it would yeah. be better if you could read it yourself. Okay. Okay. So then the next, the next set, I'll read the next. Let's, I'll do the next four. Okay. Okay. So uh, another thought bubble. Steady Garfield. There must be a good reason why the house is empty. John must be at the grocery store. Empty panel with uh, uh, no, oh. no no words. I want you to really describe that one. Yeah. Uh, my home has been abandoned. No one has lived here for years. What, what are we looking at here? Stop. So the first one just shows Garfield like he looks shocked and it shows him looking out the window saying that John must be at the grocery. Then you see the house and it's the classic house from the cartoon. It is boarded up. It is it is just destroyed. And it says for sale. The grass is high. And then you see Garfield looking at a picture of the family and saying the home is abandoned. Nobody's lived here for years. Yeah. Okay. So then the uh, last set of these, my home has been abandoned. No one has lived here for years, but that means I haven't lived dot, dot, or that means dot, dot, dot. I haven't lived here for years. What's that? Scampers away. We're out of cookies. Yeah. We're out of cookies. That that's the first bit of comedy that we've gotten yeah, so far. Pretty much, yeah. It's been kind of shocking and a little bit terrifying for this, me. This first panel that I read, he's you can see the dis, the uh, dis, uh, what do you what do you want to call it the 
dirtiness of the house. The mm-hmm. it's all mm-hmm. messed up and everything. And there's a picture of all three of them together, John Odie and Garfield. But like everything else is all fucked up. Like it's been abandoned for years. All right, I'm gonna read the last. I'm gonna read the whole last line, and then we'll talk about it. J- uh, Here's a picture. John, Odie, you're home. Hello, Garfield. Have some food. He's seeing John and Odie. Oh. Uh, the next panel, he has uh, John handing Garfield the food, and then all of a sudden, dot, 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 it disappears. Locked fast with a time, locked fast in a, within a time when he no longer exists, Garfield grapples with the greatest fear, loneliness. Oh, man. After years of taking life for granted, Garfield is shaken by a horrified vision of the inevitable process called time. He has only one weapon. Denial. I don't want to be home. I, w- I don't want to be alone. Uh, next panel. Want some breakfast, Garfield, says John. Who needs it? I need you, screams Garfield. And then there's the last uh, oh. thought of this. An imagination is a powerful uh, tool. It can tint memories of the past, shade perceptions of the present, or paint a future so vivid that it can entice or terrify, all depending on how we conduct ourselves today. You have been watching Garfield's Horror Theater. So the last one is like really weird because like if you notice in the first panel when we finally see John and Odie and it's like, oh, maybe, you know, he's just been like crazy dream or whatever. Like, look at John's eyes. He's like almost like delusional, menacing, something mm-hmm. like that. And then when the food gets taken away, we go back to the disheveled house and everything. And so this is like so this is basically the story that's like, what if this entire thing is a dying cat's memories and or dying cats delusions and it's and they don't exist john and odie either are dead or they don't never exist i want to talk about the last little bit where he sees it's heavy so it's almost like an inception thing yeah because you read the imagination you read that the ending part and it's like is this something that garfield is imagining or did he imagine the loneliness at the beginning? Exactly. And he's waking up to realize, oh, it's just a dream. Like, oh, you wake up from the cold sweat. Oh, it's just a dream. John and Odie are still here. I still have my home. Or is he in the disheveled house and imagining that John and Odie are with him? Yeah. And you don't know. It's yeah. like it's an inception moment. It's it's one of those kind of like crazy like fan theories or – well, I mean, I guess it's not a fan theory because it's something that's actually been done. But yeah. like – it's one of those kind of crazy theories that makes you go like, so they wouldn't do that kind of shit today, would they? Like, they're really fucking with people's childhood and stuff like that whenever they make something like that. Like, I, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough, that's, that, what that is, that is a heavy, case Doc. of existential crisis, yeah. is what that is. And I've always found me personally, I don't know about you, Scott, but I've always found me personally, like, there are a lot of horror movies out there and horror stories and, like, ghosts and monsters and stuff like that and spooky, spooky things that, like, scare people and stuff like that. I find I don't really get that scared of those things. What really, like, what really, like, lights my fire and what really, like, makes my heart pump is existential uh, experiences and stuff like that. Things that make you realize how small you are yeah. in the universe and how insignificant you are, but, like, how amazing it is. Anything, anything world-ending... Uh, kind of gets me a little bit. So, like, do you remember? Do you remember the uh, rom com with Steve Carell uh, called "Seeking a Friend for the End of the World"? I've never seen it, but I know you, you about, do yeah. know of it. Okay, so I it's actually a rom com that I actually enjoy, but like the end is so scary because essentially it's about um, an asteroid, a la Armageddon, that's coming to destroy Earth, and they send like a crew up there to kind of destroy it, or dismantle it, or, or explode it, or whatever. But that imagine Armageddon, but that mission fails, 
So now the Earth. Well, knows Armageddon, the mission kind of does fail, and then they have to, you know, that's the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah. like, but imagine they don't save the Earth. Imagine right. the, the whole mission fails, the crew dies, and everything like that. And now the world's going to end. And so it's kind of that whole thing where the story isn't about the end of the world and stopping it. The story is about uh, finding somebody you want to end, you want to be with whenever the world ends and stuff like that. And it's this kind of crazy, like, end of the world things where you know the world's gone, there's nothing you can do about it, that kind of gets me. And this kind of feels like that existential thing where it's like somebody's delusional and somebody, you know, is extremely lonely. So they're in their brain, they're making up things so that they can try and stay sane. But it's really like a dying fucking cat in a purple house is all boarded up. I'll tell you the existential dread I'm having right now is this. After drinking the captain's private reserve, drinking this rum, it tastes like paint thinner. <laughs> what? It's rough, dude. It's rough going down. I want you to try this one next. I uh, yeah. I want you to I want you to try it because Oh my it, god. It smells horrible. What's the proof on that? It Does smells it terrible. I don't even know if it's Hold says. on a second. Uh it oh. is eighty six proof. My eyes are burning a little bit. Just right? the fumes from me opening the cap and smelling it. Oh, that's terrible. So Captain's 80, and that's 86. I'm not making a whole drink of that. Here, here's tell you what I'll do. I'll do a, I'll do a small shot of this. Okay. okay I'll do a small okay. let me go get my okay. shot glass. It is it is like nail polish remover. The way it smells, that's how it tastes. I put like so much coke and it's doing nothing. Why did you buy this? That was it was cheap. It's like literally, I open the cap and my eyes burn. Okay, so I'm pouring a little bit in here. Don't do a whole one. That's I'm doing probably that. good. Yeah, I'm doing that. Trust me, it's rough. It's rough. All right, I'm not gonna chase it with the rum and coke. I'm just gonna use regular coke. Bottoms up. How's that? How's oh, that? Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible, right? It's there. Oh. <laughs> I'm so wow. I might get sick. I might get sick. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> I hit you in the back of the throat, ladies. It's really bad, right? I understand what you feel now. Your pain. Right in your the dangling thing in the right back in, of your right throat. Your, right yeah. the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, a shot to the back of the throat. Oh, that's that horrible. was fun. That was fun. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to drink it. I'm yeah, you finish it. Oh, my, my eyes are in tears. That sucks. Never again. Get, Never, that, get, get the shit out of my house. That shit sucks. Okay. Get that out of my hey. house. Hey. Scott, it's the end of the show. All right. We're in it. My eyes are burning. Let's do, let's do this. It's a good way to end it. Yeah. Adam, how can the people get a hold of us? If you guys or ladies or any non-binary non, uh, of any pronouns or anything like that want to get a hold of us, email us, distraction at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Search for distraction at Podcast FYD. SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. We're on all those, you know, popular social media. Google Play, I'm pretty sure we're still on there, too. Search for distraction. Like us, rate us, comment, share us with your friends. The only way that we can get bigger and pop. That's the goal, to get popular. Oh, it's, like, it's the same goal since like you were in high school. time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, yeah, the only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. Uh we record these, or we go live on Facebook Live every Saturday when we record. So if you want to watch all the shit show before I do like a little cleaning up, you can go ahead and uh, watch us on there, or you can watch it later on YouTube. The links for the YouTube are in all the descriptions. I put those in all those. But if you want to find us on there, it's the best way is to search our episode name for the individual episode and then subscribe. The algorithm hasn't really picked us up yet. There's not enough people that are subscribing. So I encourage you, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
Also, TikTok. Tell about TikTok, Scott. So you're, I'm you, all over you, TikTok. You've been all over TikTok, TikTok all over famous. that nonsense. And we're, TikTok famous. We're going to try to put some clips on TikTok. So you can find me on TikTok, Malanky Pen, M-A-L-E-N-K-Y-1-0, or otherwise known as Scotty Knows. Um, my TikToks are all over the place. They really are. Let's make one tonight after we get off of here. I, I, I don't you know have one in do. mind? No, but I'll think of something. All right. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. I really enjoy TikTok, so follow me on there. Uh, we're going to work on putting a clip from our previous show on there coming up. Yes. So, Adam, what about your birding Twitter? Oh, yeah, birding. I've been birding for uh, my class this semester. So if you guys want to – here's the thing. Pull the curtain back. I don't really do that much birding, honestly. Shh. I really don't. And it's not because we're gonna go birding. You said you we promised. are. We're gonna go birding. We got a. I got a month left in this class. A little more than a month. We're gonna go birding sometime this month. It fucking snowed the past couple of days, Scott. It's not my fault. It's climate change. <gasps> we forgot about the weather report. Shit. Pull it up real quick while I'm explaining. Pull up something. Just pick three random, okay. three okay. random areas. Doesn't matter. Fucking just randomize it. Okay. So I'm gonna talk slow. So if you guys want to follow my adventure in birding, where basically I'm making videos like factoids and like give you some maybe fun things to do like this past week i did a, a video i did a video bird of the week was bald eagle this week so if you want to talk about america's freaking bird we, you can watch those videos uh i also try to every now and then incorporate maybe some like those weird holidays like i think i did walk to work day this week i spun that into you know birding a little bit while you're walking to work um, but if you want to take a look at my adventures or my discussions avian adam on Twitter at Avian Adam, Instagram is Avian Adam, but it's two N's for Avian. Uh, somebody else stole the regular one, so I guess I just have to deal with that. Uh, but you can go on there. I'm gonna really, really do my best to try to actually get out now that it's starting to get a little nice and actually go maybe walk around the park or do some other shit. Um, Scott, do you have uh, weather reports? Good so I got, I, gotta, th I got three. You got places. three. I don't have to vamp anymore. Okay, so. Um where we're located, well, not not technically, but our area where I live, where I'm the where I'm a supervisor of, Shenango Township, Pennsylvania, is currently 41 degrees. There, it's a low of 33 tonight, a high of 49. There is a chance of rain. All right, the next city we're gonna look up Spring Hill, Florida. This is where some idiot decided to uh, call the police on himself to have his meth checked. In Spring Hill, Florida, it is currently 63 degrees there at 11 p.m. The high today is 70, low of 62, and it is partly cloudy. And lastly, we have Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. This is where Garfield would always male normal in, in the comics. You know what? He, I love this episode right now okay. because you made you, – everything is a callback, so, not even so random. You, Garfield you, would always mail normal. You got those, you got those quick – On the fly, too. You are. You, you got that quick brain. It's 7 a.m. in Abu Dhabi. It is currently 82 degrees. The high is 83, low of 69. It's 82 at 7 in the morning? Mostly sunny. It's 82 at 7 yeah. in the fucking morning. Yep. I was going to back it up because I looked up <laughs> Mumbai – but you know, Mumbai. I don't think do, yeah, uh, India, yes. Yeah, it's 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 eighty one degrees right now, but it says it feels like ninety one, so mm, Okay. Yeah. 
If you want us to do the weather report in your town, yeah. shoot us an email. For distraction email. at gmail.com. Not even your town. Just tell us any any place, anything you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Like what on Saturday night when two drunk people are getting drunk doing a drunken podcast, what the weather's like. Oh. Yeah, that's horrible, isn't it? Oh. It's terrible, Scott. Oh. Are you going to take us out with that? <laughs>